Hey everybody, welcome back to the Brats and Beers podcast where we try to solve the world's problems and talk about sports, brats and beers. My name is Drew. Sean, please lead us into the round table. Wow, that was uh, amazing, Drew. I'm so glad you took over that intro. Uh, everyone is definitely going to appreciate hearing you first. Uh, so, uh, yeah, so we can uh, jump right into the round table. But as we have been doing, we have a little round table question here for us all to answer. Uh, so I would like you guys to name or talk about your favorite or most memorable like sporting event that you've attended in person. And if you don't have one and if you're lame and you don't go to any sporting events, um, just name like your favorite sports memory, like maybe watching on TV or something. Oh, uh, yeah, I'll go first. So <laughs> I think my, my uh, most memorable game, I went to the Padres Twins game in San Diego and somehow someone pulled some strings and I got to go into the tunnel to meet the players after the game. And uh, it was like Adrian Gonzalez. And so, I mean, I was just starstruck. And then, like, they just walk right by you. I just saw Greg Maddox, Jason Kubel, and I was just in awe, basically. And then uh, my favorite sports memory is, uh, I know I hate, I have to bring this up again, but it was the Vikings-Saints game that you guys just rip on me about. I uh, somehow, all my clothes came off at that point. It was like Ricky Bobby and Talladega Nights. <laughs> I was just so excited. That's awesome. That is legit. <laughs> I would say November 27, 2010, uh, I was at the Wisconsin Badgers versus Northwestern uh, game at Camp Randall, and it was the game um, deciding if they won, they would go to the Rose Bowl, and they ended up whooping on uh, Northwestern 70-23. to 23. Uh, That was the J.J. Watt year, um, so we got to like rush the field. It was one of my first like Badger games ever being at Camp Randall and got to rush the field. And we actually ended up lifting up David Gilry down there on the field and started passing him around. So it was pretty awesome. <laughs> <laughs> pretty sweet. It was cool. Cody, what do you got? One of my favorite sports moments. It wasn't all about the sports, but it was more or less uh, January of 2020. Probably the only good thing in 2020 for me or anybody probably because this year blows ass. But um we went, I took my dad to the Seahawks Packers playoff game. Um, it was the first Packers game I went to with my dad. Um, he got absolutely destroyed and almost fell backwards down the stairs twice. And he fell in the stands once and I caught him. Um, we took the W and we moved on in the playoffs and it was, it was just a good time all around. That's pretty awesome. That's a, it's a great memory. Great father son memory there. Mm-hmm. Very wholesome. I can't believe I caught my dad when he was said- drunk and I was at a sporting event. <laughs> You guys didn't say the Super Bowl. That was pretty amazing. Yeah. I mean, like, watching that was pretty awesome. Um, the Packers Super Bowl, everybody. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, it wasn't the Vikings Super Bowl because that still. Packers Super Bowl, uh, I was at lacrosse, and after they won, there was a a riot on um, – what is it lacrosse street? Is it West uh, Ave? Main, is that main, well, it was West Ave. It was West Ave, yeah. And Elena Roloff actually yeah. led the riot, and we backed police. They came down towards us in their squad cars, and she charged the squad cars, and they all went reverse backwards. <laughs> Another memory I do want to talk about real quick uh, that I had here, too. I was at the Brandon Jennings like rookie game when he scored 55 uh, in Milwaukee. That was pretty mm-hmm. awesome. I like snuck down to the lower bowl and then watched the whole game there. Um, and then as a kid, I used to have like the shittiest uh, like little – black and white TV in my room growing up. And in 2004, when Derek Fisher hit that like game winner against the, uh, the Spurs with like 0.4 left on the clock, I just remember like the, the, it was like going in and out and I like, couldn't even like barely see it, but I knew what happened. And I was like going crazy for some reason. I was a big <laughs> T fish fan. That was preparing you for like adulthood when you're drunk most of the time. And you're like, <laughs> yeah, it's just out. going in and out. Can't yeah. see anything. I'm just like, Oh God. I think um, um, also one of my honor um, honorable mention sporting moments was when you, uh, Sean, were playing backyard football, um, and Victor pulled his scissors out of his sock, <laughs> and he will threaten to stab you. And then you guys became lifelong best friends after that. I think yeah. that's a sport story that should be across all news networks. Dude, yeah, he is. A- he- he deserves an award for how keeping a scissors in his sock. How Dude, do you it do was that? amazing. We were playing football for probably at least an hour to two hours, and he apparently had a scissors in his sock the entire time. And then he, we were talking smack, and uh, Victor, he uh, wanted to go one-on-one, and I, I beat him, and uh, he got super pissed, and he pulled out his scissors and tried to stab me. Was it a full – did he have like a half a scissor? Like as a no. – or was it a full scissor? Like he's no. Like, 
cut your hair. He was, he was like, yeah, he was going to cut my hair first, and then he tried to stab me. <laughs> I heard me. they were sa- they were they had rounded edges. Their safety. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I wouldn't put it past Victor. So, <laughs> hey Vic, uh, what uh what beers are you guys drinking tonight? I'm drinking a Bush Latte. I got a Coors Light, but inside is brandy and water. Wow, dang, dude, going for it. Well, I've been golfing all day. I need something to step it up a little bit. Did you run out of cups or something at your house? <laughs> Nope. He hasn't done the dishes in a while. <laughs> no, I cool my cans when I'm done with them instead of recycling. In uh, Hatley, they don't recycle. Well, when I first moved here, uh, we got our recycling, and we were very strict with our recycling bin and our garbage can. And then Bree and I were watching them uh, one week, and they threw them both into the same compartment. And I was like, ah, maybe they separate them later. But then we asked neighbors, and they said, oh, they don't recycle in this community, so... I've been actually trying to do the right thing and save my cans, and I put them in the freezer so they're chilled instead of mugs. And now I got my brandy water and a Coors Light. Wow, that is—it's interesting to say the least. I guess that's how. Why why am I separating the recycling by color? I'm pretty sure no one asked you to do that, Michael. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's Cody. (laughs) That's awesome. All right, so there has been a lot of stuff going on in sports here recently. Thank you, guys. If you listened to the Lawrence Esselman podcast or the the Lawrence Esselman interview, if you haven't yet, go back and listen to that. It was a great interview there. Um, she was an awesome guest, so go check that out. But in the process, there was a lot of sports events that were happening, uh, so we're going to kind of discuss some of those here. Uh, one, obviously, there was a big stoppage in play for the NBA. But then they are now back playing, and the Bucks just won, so that was pretty awesome. You see the Mavericks got knocked out then? Yeah, Mavs are out. Clips just beat them. Um, what else? The Celtics won today. I saw that. Did you see uh, Luca and, Don- and uh, Morris get into it? Man, that, that guy's a bully. Yeah. he got. Did he get ejected, right? I didn't see it no. after, after the aftermath. He was definitely but a bully. A- Boban had to hold Luca back. He'd used his pink, his pinky. He just held him. <laughs> um, one thing that really ticked me off this weekend for like the fifth weekend in a row. Um, so I'll do a lot of like GFS, like FanDuel and stuff on UFC fights. Apparently, I, and I need this explained to me. So they go, they'll go through like weigh-ins and like do all this stuff leading up to the event. And, like, the day before their fight, they'll do weigh-ins. They'll be perfectly fine. And then the day of, all of a sudden, these people are getting tested positive for COVID. I don't understand that. Like, how do you get it from – I'm guessing that they're testing them at weigh-ins or before weigh-ins. So it's like, how are you just getting it overnight? And then they just drop out, and they lose, like, three fights every week. It just pisses me off. Do you guys have any idea on why the fuck that happens? On how they get COVID overnight? Yeah. Well, if you're getting tested the day, <laughs> they, they get within close proximity of someone who's got it, and oh, then God. they get this is... they get sneezed on or coughed on or made out with, and then they get it. But if they have these little bubbles, it's like being in the NBA. It'd be like all of a sudden, like Giannis is perfectly fine, and then like the next day, like right before tip, they're just like, oh, Giannis actually has COVID now. It's like, no, you've literally been like safe. I don't need a bubble. Has it happened in the NBA? I don't think there's been a positive test since. They no, that were. was an example, Cody. <laughs> well, it was a poor example because they're in an actual secure bubble where there's no one allowed in or out. Baseball and anything else that's on right now, like UFC, they they can still interact openly. They're under like, a, hey, if you want to participate, don't go and get it. Like, be safe. Yeah, but like it's the night before their fight. Like they're not going out to clubs and doing stupid shit. Like they just wait in for their fight. They're not doing anything crazy. I, I know, think but... there, there's a there's a guy at the Crest Factory, and he's just coughing on the toothpaste, <laughs> and then people go to brush their teeth at night, and then they get cold. <laughs> Actually, that's probably I, I mean that's probably the most like uh, like real real situation, real, right? Realistic <laughs> scenario, yes. Yeah. Um, well, there's there's two two things I want to say about it too. So I looked up. You can actually check out the lab that does like the nasal um, swabs. And they said that their um, accuracy rate is 28%. So technically we don't really know if any of these things are true. Um, And then like the NFL had 77 tests that they retested. There were 77 positives and all 77 came back negative. 
So I think that it's just an inaccuracy in the labs at this point. Yeah. Okay. I, I can agree with that. Um, Dustin Johnson, I don't know if you guys saw last week, and he shot 30 under par uh, in Boston at the Northern Trust. That was amazing uh, to see. And then this week, actually just right now, he drained like a really long putt to go into a playoff against John Rahm. And, a uh, long putt. <laughs> and, uh, and then I think Rahm beat him, but still. DJ's playing very well right now. I think that 30 under um... – through three days is fantastic, but we can't discount uh, Scotty Scheffler's 59 that he shot. I think it was day two. He did, yeah. He was like one of 12 in in history to to shoot sub 60. Dude, a 59. I've shot that through nine. So. Yeah, I just I I just did today. So, <laughs> and he did that with double the hold, and that's he fantastic. Did. So I want to respect him. Also, another thing about Scott Scheffler, he uh, is not bound to one brand. He has seven different branded clubs in his bag which is phenomenal like that uh, irons are all different his three woods from 2011 he has liked it and he could probably afford a new one but yeah <laughs> hey play with, play with what works you know yeah mm-hmm. i change it up i just have something kind of important to me to talk about did you see the vikings who they signed today or they traded yeah. for is Wait, that no. say his name it's uh <laughs> come on come on it's yannick yannick nagaku N- yep. Nagaku, he's the defensive oh. end on the Jacksonville Jaguars. He's a beast, dude. Are you guys yeah. kind of scared at all? Yeah, I didn't like that I'd seen that when I woke up this morning. Um, I know that he. I think they signed him to a big deal. Didn't they sign him or? It was like it was a trade. It was, it was like a second round pick or something. We kind of stole that trade. No, I'm saying the. I think the Jaguars tagged him this year. Oh, requested a, a trade earlier on. I was hoping he wouldn't go to someone in the NFC North because he's really he's a pretty solid DN, um, but he'll probably get hurt and go crazy or have some. Oh, oh he's on the Cowboys now. Ever seen Griffin? <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, Daniel Hunter though having an opposite that that's gonna be a oh that's scary. Oh wow. Where? I can't wait for that. Are they playing seventeen games this year? I can't wait for that seven and ten season. Yeah, it's going to be great. They're going to really kill it because those defensive ends are going to just win them games. You're not going to have any time to throw the ball. Well, hopefully we don't have Jordan Love in the backfield because uh, I don't know if you guys saw that video of him throwing the ball. Uh, it was hit the ground 10 feet in front of his target. So I'm not looking forward to him as a quarterback in the future, at least right now. Probably eat those words later when he's whooping up on the Vikings in a couple of years, but... That's a good bet that you got though, because like if you're wrong, it's a good thing for the Packers. If you're yeah. right, you're right. Like, yeah. I'll, I'll give you that. What about our Earl Thomas? What's going on with that guy? Yeah, I don't know. I feel like his uh, his career is winding down here. Ever since he got embarrassed by Derrick Henry, that was that, that was that play when Derrick Henry was like shoving in the back as he was running, right? Yeah. They, they said ever since then he's been changed. But yeah, what well, he got in a fight at practice, and then they just cut him. I saw like. Yeah. Uh, Earl Thomas's um, most recent career record, it went from, like, flicking off his coach, and then he became a fullback for the Baltimore Ravens. <laughs> he was blocking for Derrick Henry to um, fighting teammates and being cut. He's got a pretty good resume going on right now. I'm excited to see what he does in the future for Dallas here. Oh, yeah. is that who he got picked up by? No, but I'm assuming. <laughs> oh, okay. A troublemaker, a guy who isn't probably going to have much left in his career, so Dallas will pick him up for sure. Um, the first college football AP poll came out. Uh, I don't know if you guys saw that. It had Clemson, Ohio State, Alabama, and Georgia as the top four. Obviously, this list could be very irrelevant depending on what happens, but I know now the Big Ten is talking that they're going to try to play, uh, just delaying stuff. Uh, the Badgers are number 12 on the poll, and then Iowa is number 24. Uh, so, Drew, you're probably excited about that. You can enjoy that for one week, and then they'll lose their first Big Ten game and be out of the top 25. Um, and then, obviously, only teams that end up playing in the fall will be eligible uh, to be on that poll. And then they are talking about possibly doing a poll for the spring if teams play in the spring, too. It's going to be weird not having Big Ten football. That's all I have to say about that. I don't even want to talk about it. I think yeah. Big Ten football is going to come back. Um, I heard them talking about it. They're, they're going to look dumb when they 
when they go back on their word saying we're not even going to revisit the yeah. topic. I think they're going to come back and play because, I mean, there was college football on last night. I don't know if you guys watched any of it. The first play of the game went for a 75-yard, uh, I think it was a rushing touchdown or a little bit of a little scoop and run type of thing. Um, Who was playing? I couldn't even tell you that. It was on ESPN. It was like Northern Arkansas and someone else. Yeah, no, I know Big Ten. Yeah, they did say that they're thinking about just delaying it to like later in fall. So I do think like if other teams are obviously playing, I do think they're going to have some pressure to to play. The Hurricanes and Dolphins did announce uh, down in uh, Miami that they're going to allow 20% of fans to attend their games, like the first games of the season. Uh, so And it said that groups are going to be spaced out by six feet. Uh, I'm not sure how they're going to like handle concessions or going to the bathroom or any of that stuff. But um, I don't even think that they're really cutting down on the fans attending the games, at least the Dolphins. Like, I think that's just their normal capacity is 20%. So I think they're fine there. That's a bump up. They've been at like 16, 17% the last couple of years. So they're looking for that revenue boost. Um, I also, ha- I did see before that the concessions are going to have an app where you order it and they like bring it down to your section. And then you got to walk into the, the uh, stairway there and grab it. But same thing with the bathrooms or what? Yeah, you just piss where you're at, typically. <laughs> Don't you do that anyway? Dude, if I had that, I would just be like, just come back every five minutes with a Michelob Golden Light. <laughs> they don't even stop. Just keep coming. I'll be, well, you know, Drew's rich if he's buying that many Mickeys. <laughs> at the football I, game. I, I need to go to a Dolphins game with you, Drew. I'm going to make Cody pay for it. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, we can jump into, do you guys have anything else there you want to kind of talk about on the roundtable? <laughs> I just got one more. Uh, Usain Bolt, uh, he could not run COVID after his mask-free party. But did you see they used a picture of Kevin Hart accidentally? No, I didn't see that. What was that yeah, on? It was, it was like on Bleacher Report or something. It was just a picture of Kevin Hart, and he's like, whoa, what's wrong with this? Or something like that. That's hilarious. Cody, anything? I lost connection for the last 20 seconds. Where are we at? Kevin Hart, we went, we went hard right. Where are we at? Um, uh, just, do you have any uh, roundtable topics? No. Nope. Nice. I uh, did not even look at the topics list before we started. Sounds good to me. Um, we'll go jump into the first quarter here. Um, this is going to be kind of an open uh, conversation here. You guys can kind of talk about anything you want to touch on. But NHL playoffs uh, is yeah. obviously going on right now. Cody and I are big uh, Golden Knights fans, so we've been watching them very closely. Drew is a Wild fan, um, so they're doing pretty well uh, as well. Currently, the the Stanley Cup odds are the, the Knights are plus 350 to win. That is the favorite. And the Wild still have a uh, 0% chance to win, so that's pretty awesome. Yeah, I was going to say, what they're out, aren't they? <laughs> yeah, they're definitely out. They're not in it. I think it's going about the way you would expect it to. You got both. Uh, you got two one seeds, two two seeds still playing. Yeah. Um, the higher seeds are still in complete control. I think three of the four uh, series. I think they're up two to one, and then I think someone's up three to one. But yeah. um, the Knights are surprising me because they weren't playing that well going into COVID in March. Yeah. Um, they got that one seed. Some I don't know how they see. <laughs> See, there's a kid banging on my door right now. <laughs> uh, but anyway, yeah, uh, bold and gold. Let's take it. Um, let's let's take out those Canadians and, and move forward. Let's do it. Bold and gold. I know they're saying like the Stars and Avalanche series is like expected to be very high scoring and pretty entertaining. I know they scored eight goals, I think, in, in game one, uh, which is a hell of a lot of goals. But um, yeah, I mean, just reading a lot of stuff online, everyone thinks that the Knights uh, should win this series pretty easily, and then hopefully the the entire thing, but I'm sure it'll be a, a tough road. If the Knights can take the Stanley Cup in their third season as a team, um, and we have Facebook to prove that we were on board before they even made a single acquisition. They didn't even announce their name yet, and we say we're going to be the Vegas team yeah, fans. So. We saw that expansion draft, and Milwaukee was one of the finalists. I think it was Final Five. So we already pretty much committed to whoever wins that. We're going to take that team. Um, so, yeah, Vegas, it gives us a reason to go to Vegas. And uh, if they win, it gives us a reason to celebrate. 
If they win this year, I will wholeheartedly probably cheer on the Seattle Kraken next year along with the Knights uh, because seeing the Kraken, if they could win in their first year, that would be absolutely amazing. But What the fuck? You're just going to be like, oh, my team won. I'm moving on. No, no, no. I'm just saying, like, I will cheer. Like, I will still, like, cheer them on, but I'm still obviously a Golden Knights fan. I just oh, like, so like, like I'd like Titan to see them do well like the like the Knights did in their, like, first season. Okay, yeah, it's like Titans Packers for you. Like, <laughs> I'm just going to pick teams. Uh, I'm just trying to, like, be a, a sports fan, man. Sports. Sports. Yeah. There's a lot of things in this world that I can't keep up with, but one of those things is a hockey puck on a TV screen. I cannot see that little thing. Yeah, me neither. Like, that bell is buzzing, and I'm like, where's the puck at? It clearly is in the fucking net. <laughs> yeah. Are we sure it's not just people skating around? Like, it might I, be. <laughs> it's CGI, mostly. All right, second quarter here. Enough of that NHL talk, I guess. Uh, if there was a world with only one sport, what sport would you pick and why? I'll take this one off the top. Um I don't think it takes a lot of research so I can talk on it. I'm a huge NFL fan. I put I'm a large sports gambling um, idiot, and I put all my money into the NFL. Um, I think it's the most exciting sport for me personally. It's the one I pay the most attention to um, from preseason to postseason. Um, I could name more players on most NFL teams versus any other sports team. Like we're going to have that, that name game later. And if it's not an NFL team, I will just tap out. Fair enough. What is your Sean? Um, mine is basketball. So I, I mean, not only just like watching, but I, I think like just playing and it was tough because I did think about golf for a little bit. Cause I was just thinking of things that I like to do. And I mean, I've grown up playing and watching basketball, and I've, I'm going to try to keep playing as long as I can, uh, as long as my ankles don't prevent that uh, and they don't permanently break at some point. <laughs> but, I mean, it keeps, keeps me in shape. You know, it's a great way to stay in shape. Sean's in fantastic shape for any listeners out there. Um, <laughs> so I'm not understood the question, though. I thought it was, like, something that we could watch. Is it, like, and, no. and, and participate? It's just yeah. I mean, it's it's oh, one. There's one. Think. There's it's one golf. sport. It's golf. It's the only thing that I play that's a sport. Yeah, I'll put golf back. But it's watching too. But it's watching too. So you can't watch the NFL. Yeah, that's fine. I'll watch golf if I can play it. Okay. Okay. So mine, mine is still gonna be basketball. I will give up golf. Uh, it was close. I do love playing golf, but um, mine's gonna be basketball because I'll still play that all the time. So Drew, I cannot believe you guys say golf. You know how many days I've ruined by playing golf. <laughs> that's true i ruined today by playing golf so yeah. uh mine's gonna be football i thought about it long and hard but there's football there's so much strategy and there's so much importance of roles and uh like there's a position for anyone out there like if you're playing at your thanksgiving family get together and grandma can't throw i'm like grandma today you're blocking like <laughs> there's a spot for everybody and uh, I, I don't know. I just get excited. Maybe it's because there's not as many games like there is for other sports, but like there's just more limited games, so it makes it more exciting. So is it safe to say that baseball is no longer the American pastime at this point? Good conversation. Moving on. Uh, no, I'm thinking, I'm thinking about that one. That's really hard just because baseball, yeah, go, go, you don't like baseball very much, do you? No, I love baseball. I've been to probably more Brewers games than any other sports games combined, but I think that the fact of the matter is it's too slow. Like we all, the society now, we just want excitement constantly. And in football, like there's always that possibility that something breaks open. And in baseball, it's like I got time to go and get a Michelob Ultra and come back. And I probably didn't as much. And there's like no appreciation anymore for like those like great pitching games or like the low scoring games that like you can appreciate like even in basketball like if there's like a really low scoring game like people are like what the hell is wrong with these guys like why aren't they putting up 120 points like it's all about the excitement and lots of points and lots of action. is that why you think the timberwolves are so exciting sean because they're low scoring games <laughs> all right um we can jump into halftime here if you guys would like all right uh, all right, so here's the halftime show. We're going to do the wallop wheel again. This one's going to be a special most hated edition um, of 
four popular uh, athletes who are not liked, um, at, at least by most people they're not liked, uh, or by us. But our four that we're going to spin the wheel on are going to be James Harden, Connor McGregor, Madison Bumgarner, and uh, Antonio Brown. So we'll go ahead and give the wheel a spin right now. Oh, Harden, that's Harden. We got James Harden. So that one uh, shouldn't be too hard for us uh, Bucks fans. So we've got to try to bash Harden? Yeah, that's what we've been doing here, Cody. (laughs) Like... Okay. I don't really know if this is like bashing him, but what what drives me crazy about James Harden is you know everyone knows what he's gonna do. Like he's sitting there, he's gonna shoot the ball. And I know it's really hard, obviously, but how can he it's so frustrating like how they can't stop that. Even if they have a hand up in his face, he's still making that and of course, you know, he like lulls them to sleep. I totally get that, but it's just infuriating. He's very good. Well, now they just let him take seven steps before he shoots, so that's why he can create space because he just dribbles and then he like runs backwards seven steps or to the side seven steps and just throws it up. You could say the same thing for Giannis. So, like his euro step, a lot of times could be called as a travel. Um, I think that the biggest thing with that's Harden, different. Is, like, it sucks that yeah, he's horrible. He's gotten the scoring title I think three years in a row. Um, He's unstoppable offensively. He plays no defense, so I guess that's what we can bash him for. Yeah. His beard is full and hearty looking. Uh, <laughs> I hate him. Everything about him. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I hate him as well. Uh, I do not like the guy at all. I think the most embarrassing thing for him, though, that really stood out to me was last year in the MVP race when he took out an ad uh, in the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel uh, basically begging for votes to be the MVP and like saying this is why he should be the MVP. Like, really, dude, like you are doing that in the city where obviously the MVP is Giannis. Like, that's just so desperate and like ridiculous to me. Oh, that's crazy. You think that he actually did that or is like, a- yeah, Adidas paid for it and he like, yeah, he like wrote a letter essentially to the city of Milwaukee. Like, this is why I should be the MVP. <laughs> did he so, win it? Or no? Uh, I don't think so. Okay. I wish that it fell on Antonio Brown because, like, I don't really, like, I don't hate James Harden. Um, Like, he's good, and it's frustrating to play against him because he draws a lot of those four-point plays and things. Um, But Antonio Brown's just a fucking idiot. Like, he is a moron. He has the talent. He has the capability to, to, you know, boost a team. But his mental is so, so bad. Pretty hilarious, just. All the stupid shit he's done. Like what, Sean? Like what? Like what? Uh, well, the hel- helmet debacle, obviously, like him not wanting to change the helmets and freaking out. Uh, requesting to be released uh, on Instagram. And then as soon as he found out he was, he was like re- videotaped himself like running around his yard celebrating. And then he got, <laughs> he got frostbite on his feet during cryotherapy because he wouldn't wear socks like a fucking idiot. And then um, in 2018, he was throwing, uh, they caught him throwing furniture out of a 14 story building, like not looking below. He was just throwing it. He almost hit a, a dad and his son when they were walking down the, the road. And he was throwing furniture out and he ended up getting sued by that family. So, what? You guys never just thrown ver- furniture out of your top story of your house? What? Well, I don't live in a 14 story house. Oh, but yeah. if I did. I don't know. It'd be tempting. Like, I don't want to take the couch down all those stairs. Yeah, he's, he's, trying, he's trying to work smarter, That's not true. harder. That's true. His apartment complex is like, you have to throw all this stuff away if you're not going to take it with you. And he was like, well, fuck this. Yeah. Huck, ye- yeet. That's what the kids say now. Yeet it. Yeet it. He yeeted it right off the 14th floor, right under yeah. the kids. Are we ready for the quarter three? Because I'm excited about this one. I love what football. That, what does that entail? <laughs> Cody uh, is claiming that he can't get into our document where we share our topics, so he's just gonna be blindsided, but just like you guys are. So the third quarter, uh, we're just gonna talk some fantasy football here. It's oh, uh, less less than a couple weeks away here, and uh, yeah, we're excited. Obviously, we're hoping that everything starts and finishes as planned. But let's run through Drew. If you're excited, I'm sure you did some research here. Name your top players that you're looking to draft and then yeah if you have any sleepers or bust or anyone you want to go into 
Oh shoot, I didn't do too much research on who I want because I mean, obviously, I I don't know if I if I had the number one pick in a PPR league, I don't know if I would take CMC. I love him to death, but I think in a two quarterback league, I'm probably gonna go with Pat Mahomes. Like yeah. I I feel like that's a safe play. What You're about always... a quarterback league? Oh, what what's that? Single quarterback league? Who do you? Oh, get? then I'd probably go with CMC. Like right. I just love that guy. But uh, some of my sleepers are. Uh, I really like Christian Kirk right now, especially with DeAndre Hopkins playing there. I think he's going to be open quite a bit. And what is it? It's his third year, and now he's got Kyler to throw to him. So that one kind of intrigues me a little bit. Um, the other one I think people have forgotten about is Kareem Hunt. Like last year, what did he miss? Like 12, like 12 13, 14 games or something? Yeah, something. But the year before that, I don't know if you guys recall, but he's a beast. Like, I'm excited to see him play. He's again. good. I mean, he's behind Chubb, but, I mean, he still has, like, that threat out of the backfield. Like, he's a, he's a great, like, pass-catching back. He you should know. not be a backup running back. No. Second string. He what shouldn't. You, what about Jonathan Taylor? Is he going to be good? Yeah, I'm excited to see what happens there. Um, I think that... I'm I'm hoping that they're gonna like try to play him a lot um, and and get him some reps, but I'm I mean I'm excited to see him in a uniform and and play. So sweet, John. Dude, I think I, that uh, I, so I, I want can't to wait to see him in a uniform and play. <laughs> I like football. He, he runs fast. <laughs> what about uh? I, I like Cam Newton. I like this this Pittman Jr. for Indianapolis who got drafted. Now he's got Phil Rivers. Cody, you were saying T.Y. Hilton, so that'll help that that yeah, cause. Yeah, take away from my uh, explanation of sleepers, but yeah, that's fine. <laughs> Why? What do you mean? I think T.Y. is going to have a good year because he missed quite a few games last year, and he's got Phillip throwing the ball versus, uh, I don't know who was his quarterback last year. Was it? Uh, Jacoby Brissett. Yeah, one of them. Um, you know who I'm really excited for? And Sean's going to call me out because I like old running backs. I think David Johnson in a new setting in Houston, I think he's going to have a solid year. He came out and said he want his – I mean, every. I think every running back is like, I'm going to get 2,000 all-purpose yards. But he said it, and I was like, I'm going to listen. So I, so far I've had two drafts. I got him in both, and I got him in the fifth round in both, which I think I, is pretty fair. I, I know I've given you shit on that. Um, I have been doing some more research, and I, I think that he is going to have a better year than I was is expecting. Well, okay, um, this is I, the first time – timeout, timeout, timeout. This is the <laughs> first time recorded – that Sean has accepted what I was saying. The only reason, the it. only reason, is because I believe that they're just going to try to like run him into the ground. Like they're just, he's just going to get so well. many. He's going to get so many opportunities that like it'll be so hard not to be like a decent fantasy option. That's why Dude, they traded him for fucking nuke. So like they're going to use him. Like oh, see, this was a good trade. They want to prove their trade value. They want to show everybody like oh, we're not that dumb for trading away the best player in the NFL for this guy. So I think they're going to use him in the passing game and the running game. And it's a single backfield. So if you look at, like, Jonathan Taylor, he's got Marlon Mack and Hines in the backfield. It's like a split backfield, so I don't really like that situation like you guys were talking before. But if you got a single running back who's a workhorse, you're bound to have a decent season. Unless yeah. you get hurt, which he probably will break his what? Sure. What's the deal with that, though? I mean, he broke his hand and he couldn't run anymore. I mean, <laughs> I'm, like, how long does it take to fix your hand? It's also like that's what you carry the rock with, so like you don't want to go dropping that. Oh, he's not amphibious. You can't use both hands. <laughs> I, yeah, he's an amphibian. <laughs> uh, uh, Sean, Sean, what do you think of Johnu Smith? Is that how you say it? Hey, yeah, he's actually on my uh, on my list here, uh, my sleeper list. So I mean, obviously, being a Titans fan, I like him, but I mean. Brown and Davis are probably the only two receiving guys ahead of him. Uh, so, I mean, he had a good season last year, and I, I think he's looking to build on that. I've heard he's he's looking pretty good in camp. So, I think he's going to be a pretty good option. I like Gusecki out of uh, Miami. Uh, Hearns and Albert Wilson are both gone. So, I think he's going to be like their number two receiving option. I like that. Um, Alan Lazard, I mean – Funches opted out. The Packers did nothing to help A Rod in the passing game. Like, yeah, oh, Lazar. Funches is out. Yeah, yeah, he opted what? out. We signed him and then he opted out because of COVID. 
Um, so I mean, like Lazard isn't like a flashy name. Maybe he won't do amazing, but I think he's a he's a good flyer to to risk it on because Rodgers has to throw it to someone. Uh, like him, he's from um, Iowa State. With your yeah. list of people, I'm really excited to draft against you. Hey, um, I mean, these are yeah. sleepers. These are sleepers, though. That's yeah. not like my must drafts or anything. Those are like guys. Right, I'm you got, at, like, you got the first pick, or say you got the second pick. CMC's gone. Who are you taking? I would probably take Barkley. I think. I mean, I did. Dude, both Barkley and David Johnson screwed me over, so I just struggle with them. Yeah. I picked David Johnson number one overall, and he broke his hand that year. That really sucked. Dude, yeah. that was just a fluke. But if okay, what what about um number one wide receiver for you guys? Who do you think he got this year? Probably uh, Hopkins, right? With Murray, he's going in the second round. A lot of people are saying, but yeah. um, I see Thomas going in the first round. Yeah, I think um, Thomas. I love Thomas. Like you, how can you? go wrong with him i feel like i don't know i have to take him too because i took him in my in my must-haves for the for the nfl one in one of our first episodes so it's a pretty deep wide receiver class this year i i, I took all running backs pretty much um and yeah. well there was one league i was really drunk and i took three top five quarterbacks in a row but um <laughs> great bait, dude someone with covid you gotta fucking use a quarterback but um i think that the wide receiver class is so stretched like you could go and you you could take CD Lamb um, from Dallas, and I think that he's a serviceable starter. Yeah, I and mean, there's there's so many options. Eighth round, so so many options. I like Fuller. I love Will Fuller. Uh, Brandon Cooks. Um, there's you just so many. Cook? There's so many guys. You're a Cooks fan this year. This year, I think he's gonna have a good opportunity. Um, Is he gonna use the oversized helmet again? <laughs> probably. <laughs> But I mean, I like him. I like Robert Woods. Um, like him too. I mean, like running backs, like Miles Sanders, James Conner. I love. I I did have Kareem Hunt on mine too, Drew. So agree there. Bryce Love is one that a lot of people are talking about uh, out of Washington. That he could be a, a possible like all-purpose back now with Geis gone. So those are some guys I'm looking at. Oh, I like Alvin Kamara a lot. Like if 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 I had oh, yeah. to choose him, yeah, I, for sure. Anybody who can run like he can and catch like he can, like, it's hard to pass him up. Well, and did you see, like, he, like, apparently had a broken leg last year and just played through it? Yeah, that's or a fracture or something. So yeah. kind of makes sense why he didn't perform. Yeah. Do you guys have any, like, busts that you guys are looking at? Oh. Um, I'm not a huge fan of uh, Jared Cook. I know he's going pretty high for tight ends this year. Yeah. yeah he's on my bus. I think that he's on the – steep downside and i think he's been in really good positions the last few years and has produced but i don't think he will this year yeah. um i think aaron jones might actually be a bust this year he's my he, number one. Oh, I, I think that dude okay so i'm a huge legs guy and i've seen <laughs> aj dylan's quads and he could put barkley to the test with his quads and i just want to see the ball in his hands and i want to see him go head to head with like khalil mack and see what happens yeah, absolutely unreal quads. Um, that picture that came out from camp was uh, amazing. And a lot of people are saying, like, obviously if the Packers are taking him in the second round, like, they're going to try to use him some somehow, some way. So I think that's going to cut into to Aaron Jones's uh, touches. And I think Dylan, I mean, I, it, depending on how he's running, I could see him taking over the, the job or majority of the job by the end of the season. Uh, um, I, I know uh, Cody just drafted him, but I think Josh Allen's going to be a bust. Yeah, he's got, he's got digs. I know that's a problem. I feel like, but I mean, running touchdowns, man. That dude has so many running touchdowns. Like that dude can move. So it's like, even if his his arms not there, some games, like, yeah, he's gonna get some interceptions. He's gonna chuck it. Like he's really good at throwing to the wrong team. Like, say, like <laughs> a good example would be like Kirk Cousins or something like that. So like he's oh, very comparable. Geez. Except Davis, he can, except, except he can run. So <laughs> I do have one more sleeper that um, not a lot of people are talking about. I think Matt Breida is a pretty solid pick because he's coming in like the eighth or ninth round. Dude, who else is he going to compete against in Miami? They have another back who they're saying they're going to split time. Uh, Jordan Howard. I'm not worried about him. He couldn't there's, do it in Chicago with a running team. They're saying right now in camp they're splitting carries. Jordan Howard right now is looking like the first and second down back, and Breda could be the third. But they are saying Breda probably has the most upside. So Give me Breda. I thought Jordan Howard was pretty good. I, I was surprised he went to the Eagles. 
But Cody, this is also the bus section, so I'm glad you're telling us some more sleepers you have going on. Oh well, but, uh, sleepers are. Boomers. I think uh, Todd Gurley. I, I'll, I'm curious to see what happens with that. Yeah, I'm probably gonna stay away from Gurley. Yeah. Um, Look at Freeman's career there. I have. Yeah. Um, yeah. I have Brock. Brock on my list. That'll be I'm interesting. Worth. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. I don't think I'm gonna risk it at all on him. I also have o, OBJ and Cooper on my list too. Mm. Um, well, Cooper just got hurt. hurt. Did he? Or no, Cooper Cup did. Oh yeah, not not him. Amari uh, Cooper. But yeah, I mean, I'm obviously not an OBJ guy, anyways. But there's always so much hype in the off season, and then always underperforms. And uh, and Cooper, I think, is gonna have some tough competition with CD Lamb. And a lot of people are taking him in the like second round and there's no way I'm going to grab Amari Cooper in the second round. What about a AJ green? Do you think, <laughs> you think he'll be good? No. I think, Burrow, good flex, right? Right? he could be, I mean, you could take a stab on, obviously he has the talent that's been shown in the past. So how old I mean, is he like 33? He's got to be pushing it. No, yeah, he's up there. Um, anyone else? I mean, I had Devin Singletary on my bus list too. Um, I know they, they had a draft pick who could be taking into some reps there. I think Moss they drafted. So I do have a bust that I'm saving for the end, unless you guys got one more you want to throw. No, give it to us, man. Um, Aaron Rodgers, I think that when you stack your backfield with three serviceable, serviceable backs, you're not going to be throwing the ball as much as you might think. So I think that Rodgers' fantasy value is going to be pretty low. Yeah. Um, he, he went pretty late on that draft today, and he it's um, – Minnesota and the Wisconsin league is pretty split. And he was probably the eighth or ninth quarterback off the board. So I think uh, that is going to be a, a a pretty lame fantasy pick. Yeah. And he, I and he doesn't have any wide receivers. Seriously. Except Devontae for Devontae Adams and, and Lazard. Lazard. Um, yeah, I agree. I mean, a lot of the things I was looking at, like, are showing him pretty much like the last of, like, the, I guess you would call them, like, elite quarterbacks. Like, just the ones where you know like you're gonna get some production from so they're they're pretty much almost counting them out but um, i'm not saying he's not gonna win the packers some games because he's still a good quarterback i just don't think he's gonna be throwing up 25 fantasy points yeah i don't think i don't think you can rely on him as like a solid fantasy starter for sure when did tom brady go in your in your draft today he went well before rogers i think he was like the fourth and i commented on the message thing fucking loser (laughs) <laughs> and, uh, nobody responded. So that's what how, how do you guys think he's gonna do? You know what? He's know. Surrounded by probably the best talent that he can be surrounded by for a quarterback. So if he doesn't finish top ten, then I don't think he's got a really good career next year at all. Yeah, I mean, I know a lot of people like are worried about like, how far he can throw the ball for like guys like Godwin and stuff. But I mean, I think they'll figure it out. I mean, he is a good quarterback. They've got some great talent, so. My my last sleeper, and it's not really a sleeper, but Edelman with him and Newton, that, that'll be interesting. Newton's gonna have so much time he's not used to in the pocket. More time he's, to roll his ankle. Yeah. <laughs> He'll run it anyway, even with all the time, wide open guys. A lot of people are saying like he's gonna be like a really good, um, kind of like almost like a sneaky quarterback play, just because like if you think about like the amount of times like Tom would like do quarterback sneaks on the goal line and just like, like having Cam Newton as like that much more mobile, like you're going to want him running the ball. Yeah. That'll be crazy. All right. We'll jump into the fourth quarter then. Um, What is the most unbreakable sports record in your opinion? You guys did research. So you go first. No, I think you should go first. So I don't take your only one that you can probably think of in your head right now. And it's not going to be the hundred point game. So you can take yours. That's not mine. Oh, Drew. That's Drew's. <laughs> no, mine is actually um, uh, Scott Skiles, 30 assists in one game. I don't even know the freaking year, but if there was ever an NBA player to have 30 assists again, I'll wear a dress and I'll call myself Sally because nobody is that <laughs> Dude, dude. 30 assists? Rondo. What did Rondo have like last year? He had like 22 or some shit. Still eight away. Eight is like a full game. Giannis had eight. In his last close triple triple dub effort. He had 21 assists in a playoff game. I'm saying 30. I think that's doable, though. Well, anything is doable. but <laughs> No, no. The ones that I'm going to talk about are not doable. 
All right. Well, whenever we see a 30-plus assist game, we'll come back to this and talk about it. In 2017, (laughs) he had 25 assists. Still five away. I had 30 assists in 2K. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's easy work. No, I actually didn't. Um, Mine is... uh, All right, so I'm going to go with Nolan Ryan. He tossed seven no-hitters in his career. The closest to that is is four. It's by Sandy Koufax, and it, that's just a that's only three away. That's tw- twenty seven outs you have you have to to make. You know, obviously a no hitter. I just think that's impossible. Like I don't. I think it's gonna be really hard to beat. Uh, the only other stat I have on that is four of Jason Veritek. He's a catcher. He caught four no hitters in his career. That's why they're doing it because of Jason Veritek. That's impressive, yeah. Pretty cool. Oh, okay. He's only three away. Like the next closest is three games away. I got like five or six away, and it's a big deal. Like, oh, that's gonna be tough. Three simple games away from a no hitter, and now Drew simple. simple games. Holy cow, this is rigged. Dude, you know that John Stockton had twenty eight in nineteen ninety one, like the year after Scott. Is- the year it's after Scott Skiles did it, he almost had it broken the next year. Like, that's how easy of a record it's going to be. He almost. <laughs> the next, the next season. It wasn't like I'm two real decades close. later. It was the next season. They're just Might like, as well yeah. round up. Is that how sports work? You just round up? Assist, if, if the postman alone would hit two more shots, it'd be over. Yeah, he had a fantastic post player, and he still couldn't get oh. it. All right. Well, I'm going to go through mine. My number one is probably Cal Ripken's. Uh, 26 32 consecutive games played which is absolutely unreal like that's not like four games away or uh what is it like that you know i saw that i saw that one too i liked it yeah i mean the next closest is like i think currently like right now it's like 200 something like it's not even fucking close well not currently but like all time so right now i think it's lou gehrig played 21 30 um so not close. Like that's over 500 games. That's only so not, that's that's over 500 games. That's insane. <laughs> and that's consecutive games played. So like nobody's doing that anymore. Um, but anyways, and I do have a story with that as well that I heard about, um, which I I think it is like debunked that it's not true. But it would be yeah. hilarious. In uh, August of two, uh, I'm sorry, August of 1997. Um, there's apparently a rumor that Cal Ripken was driving to a game and he forgot something. So he turned around to go home and he walked in on his wife and Kevin Costner together in bed. And, uh, so then he apparently got into a fight with Kevin Costner and then the Orioles pulled the plug on their power and shut the lights down at the arena and then had the game postponed to the next day. Cause they knew that would have ended the streak. And oh then, my gosh! And then they played the next day, and uh, Cal Ripken was there. Apparently, they talked to Kevin Costner and Ripken, and they both said that it wasn't true. But I mean, they were saying before the game that nobody had seen Ripken yet at the stadium, and then all of a sudden the lights went out. So you never know. That's a you think there's a giant plug where like three guys have to hug it and pull <laughs> it out of the stadium wall, and they're like, "He's not gonna make it." Tug. Yeah. That's what happened. They said they're every day wait, waiting for the call. Yeah. Um, an honorable mention. They, that they, gave him a, they gave him a little shoulder swipe, a nose tab. Yeah, a, a little. <laughs> did and anybody, they said, oh, shit, this is our time to shine. Pull it. Pull. Did anybody ever um, – did anyone ever? Did Tom Brady ever pass up? Uh, I don't think Tom Brady did. The 297 starts from Brett Favre. Uh, I don't believe so, no. That's an honorable for me. Uh, Wayne Wayne Gretzky, he has two hundred. Uh, I'm sorry, two thousand eight hundred fifty-seven career points, and that is including goals and assists. And the craziest part about that is, if you take away his goals, he still has the record, which is absolutely insane. And he broke it in two hundred sixty-nine less games than um, Messier. So who's he play for? Uh, he was on the Rangers, I believe. He was a he was a stud back in the day. Cy Young. His 511 career wins as well is never going to be passed ever. He's over 100 more wins than anybody even close. And pitchers don't pitch as often as they do or as they did back then. Uh, they used to pitch like every day. And now they're obviously getting like five, six game breaks uh, depending on rotation. So I don't think anybody will ever come close to that. 
since this is on recording, I will pay both of you $100 if anyone has more than 30 assists in our lifetime. Wow. I hope it happens like tomorrow in a game. Yeah. <laughs> so has 12 points and 30 assists. I'm like, fuck. It's going to be more than 30. It's got to be 31. LeBron's going to do it tomorrow. Or yeah. Whatever. He'll put up some unreal stat line. And Cody's going to be like, God damn. I'll hit you on Venmo. I'm not afraid of it. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> Uh, I have a few things uh, that yeah, I think today, right now, live on this podcast, I'm going to try to break a record, if that's cool with you guys. Let's do it. <laughs> kind of okay, nervous, the, but I want to know. The heaviest weight supported by a human tongue is 27 pounds. I'm going to try to break that by weight, holding a 30-pound weight <laughs> on my tongue, right on live television. All right. Okay, here goes nothing. Uh, uh. I'm going to do it on the tip of my tongue. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> oh, shoot. I'll try again tomorrow. That's fucking hilarious. The, um, other, the other one I'm trying to break is the longest fingernails, 29 feet. <laughs> Just my left hand, though. I need my right one. Do you know the strongest muscle in the human body is a tongue? Yeah, I do know that. All right. What's the longest <laughs> muscle in the human body? Uh, I feel like I should know this. You won't. Yeah, I won't. What is it? Sartorius. Oh, I, I knew that. I love Sartorius cheese. <laughs> All right. Does any do, wait? Do you guys have any trivia this week? Who has the most assists in one basketball game? <laughs> <laughs> You're the fucking worst. Who is, Who is that? that? Rondo. You guys don't know it. I just said the name five minutes ago. <laughs> It's Scott Skiles. Scott Skiles. Yeah, there you go. Oh, oh man. Coach. I don't even know who that is. How many career home runs does Madison Bumgarner have while batting? Not against him. Not giving up. Go first, Drew. He is, he is a pretty good hitting Okay. Uh, let's go 19. Cody? I'm going to go with 12. Drew hit it on the fucking head. Not oh, my you. God. Seen. Um, and then the last one, what's the name of the Golden Knights mascot? Pause for um, station identification. <laughs> oh, their mascot? Oh, their mascot. Oh, wait, the Golden Knight? Chance? King Arthur? <laughs> it is Chance, and he's a, he's a Gila monster. Do you know why they picked him and not like an actual knight? Because they said uh, that he would knights are too scary for kids, so they picked a fucking monster. <laughs> yeah, that what? <laughs> That's what they said. Oh, that makes no. That dude is fucking scary. He scares me. All right, let's play this game, dude. All right, we I gotta are... go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> We're jumping into overtime here. We're gonna do the team uh, name game again, as we have been doing. We're taking out the people that we've already used. Uh, we're all tied at two. So this could be pretty fun. Uh, let's go ahead and spin the wheel right now. Oh, shoot. I tapped out already. <laughs> Cody, you're going to start crying. Oh, we got the Los Angeles Lakers. Oh, my golly gee. All right. Um, I'll start it off. Uh, we'll go rest in peace, Kobe Bryant. Drew's making his list already. Kareem. Nash. Uh, Magic Johnson. Dwight. LBJ. Uh, Shaq. Davis. Paul Gasol. Robert Ory. Um, Danny Green. Sean, I know you're such a big Derek Fisher fan. <laughs> yeah, I was just about to say him. <laughs> uh, Contavious Caldwell Pope. Um... Ball. <laughs> uh, Caruso. Dude, you're taking everyone who's like, uh, is like my next on the list. Uh, we're going to go with, um, you guys have Powell, right? We're yeah. going to go yeah. with oh my God, Jerry West. Fucking <laughs> Jerry. Um, you see my face? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know who that is? You? JR. 
Oh, oh nice. damn it, that was, that was good. That was Beasley. Did you see him try to take the three pointer out of bounds yesterday? No, I didn't. Dude, they're throwing it in from oh, underneath, yeah. the, underneath the basket, and he takes a step back out of bounds, catches it, and shoots it. And everyone's like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> oh, I oh is it is it me now? Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna go with Dwight Howard. Yeah, I was already said, wasn't it? Oh, uh, Kyle Kuzma. Okay, Markeith Morris. Is uh, one of the Antetokounmpo's there? Yes. Which one? Holy fuck. I don't know. One of them. Uh, Brandon Ingram. Uh, we're going to go with D'Angelo Russell. Um, Javel McGee. <laughs> <laughs> uh, did we say Rondo yet? No. Um, Lamar Odom. Holy guacamole. <laughs> um, oh, Brandon Ingram. No, we already said that. I said that. Oh. Um, did one of the Antetokounmpo's play? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Cook, Cook plays there. Who? What's his first name? Quinton. Quinn. 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 Yeah. Uh, I'll say Phil Jackson. Oh, that's good. I like Phil. Um, we're going to go with... Sasha Vujacic. Did anyone say LeBron yet? Yeah. Yeah. You said LBJ. Oh, that was my next one. <laughs> oh, shoes. Um, who they just traded for? Uh, uh, calm me down. I, I need pressure. Ten. Uh, nine. Uh, eight. Miami. Didn't they trade for the Miami point guard? Uh, six. Five. Yeah. What? Deion Waiters? Yeah. Okay. Nice one, dude. Uh, did we say Anthony Davis? Yeah. yeah. Oh, shoot. Uh, Jason Kidd. Smush, nice. Park, Smush Parker. I'm not going to embarrass. I'm just going to back out. <laughs> <laughs> Cody's out. Oh, man. Big baby Glenn Davis. Shaquille O'Neal. Yes. I already said Shaq. Oh, shoot. Bitch. <laughs> okay. Okay. Big baby. Okay, that, that big baby Glenn Davis. <laughs> he never played there, did he? He was a Celtic. Yeah. He yeah, is on the Clippers. And then he retired at, with the Lakers. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, okay, give me give me one second. Just let me stop think. Googling that on your phone right there. Take your hat off there, cheater. Yeah, what I'm sta- I have not stopped staring at the screen. Yeah, you're staring at the screen looking at the name. <laughs> My hands are down underneath the table. <laughs> um, okay. Um, man, this is embarrassing. Let's go with Kobe Bryant. <laughs> I'm out. I'm out, Sean. You're out? Damn. Yep. All right, I'll Who do you got on your list in front of you there, Sean? I'll end it with Elgin Baylor. He didn't know who Elgin Baylor was before he Googled it right there. <laughs> I see you looking at that bottom corner of your screen, you dog. You're the worst. You're the worst. But I'm right. Um, All right, let's move forward. <laughs> All right. That was our best round yet, I think. That was good. I thought it was going to keep going. All right, so I will take the three, two to two lead there on the name game. Congratulations. Um, hey, thanks, man. I'm really going to celebrate tonight. Can you tell us a few more on your that you can think of? Ooh, Lakers? Yeah. Um, we'll go with Metal World Peace. Oh, nice one, duh. Um, ooh, Ronnie Turioff. Ronnie. The guy who said he was better than Shaq at one point. Um, what else that's... can you see there on your phone? Do I have to hold both my hands up here and like look up here or something? Yeah, do that. Do that. Look up there. Let's do this. <laughs> Come on, come up with one, Sean. Uh, yeah, not good. <laughs> All right, we're going to go with Will Chamberlain. Oh, geez. Um, uh, Byron Scott. Little did we know he taped a list of the series. <laughs> oh, yeah, shoot. <laughs> Joke's on you. It's right there. You freaking <laughs> cheater. <laughs> All right, that's good. I think I proved it. All right, uh, that will bring us to the end um, of our episode here. So thank you guys for listening again. We will uh, be back with a 
another interview episode coming up. Um, should we tease it, guys, or should we should we tell them who's coming up? Or yeah, let me know. Too. I couldn't even tease it because I don't know his name. Actually, you know what? We're we're not going to tease the next interview. Uh, we're going to tease it on our Instagram. So go follow us on our Instagram page, Brought Some Beers, and we will post some little teasers on there about who it's going to be. Uh, again, go listen to our Lauren Sesselman interview if you haven't already. And then, yeah, follow us. Tell us who you want to try to get on the podcast next, who you want to hear from. Um, all right. Yeah, that was the end of the episode, guys. So we'll let you guys go. Quick trivia question for Drew. Who holds the record for most assists <laughs> in one NBA game? Uh, it's uh, it's, uh, it's Scotty. <laughs> Scotty doesn't know, man. <laughs> hey, 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 I brought I did the intro, so let me do the outro. Oh, you did the outro. Hey guys, it's real simple. Follow us on Instagram, tell your friends. Okay. Thanks for listening tonight. Bye. <laughs>